Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The Protected Disclosures Act is now in force, which obliges companies to have procedures in place to allow even the most junior employees to become whistleblowers if they see wrongdoing. In two months, the law will apply to companies with 50 or more employees, which will bring thousands of new businesses into the net and force them to make major changes. But are they going to be ready? Michael Kavanagh is the Chief Executive of the Compliance Institute and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Joan. Good morning to your listeners. Could you walk us through the relevant provisions of the Protected Disclosures Act for small and medium-sized companies? Yeah, I think the main change is there's a couple of things that have happened. So we've had a protected disclosure regime in place from 2014, but uh, in order to align with the new EU directive um, since 2022, we've had uh, this in place for companies with employees over 250. Uh, and as you said, now it extends to those over 50, which brings in a, a whole lot of uh, SMEs and, and new companies. Um, and one of the big changes I think that people are missing is that it's not just employees it covers now. It, it covers any volunteer, unpaid trainees, board mm. members, shareholders, job applicants even. Uh, and what do they have to do? As you asked, they must establish internal channels and procedures for their workers to report any wrongdoing. They have to appoint a designated person or a function. Uh, Who can't be the boss, obviously. Uh, could be the boss, could be the boss, but then there needs to be a procedure, obviously, uh, if, if the... So if the boss is, is suspected of wrongdoing, the whistleblower won't go to him or her, yes. they'll go to someone else. Yes, exactly. And that's where you'd have a, another designated person or a function even. And that can be external to the organisation uh, who would operate the required procedures. Uh, oh, so this, the whistleblower kind of d- designatee yep. could be outside the company. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what we've done, for example, in Compliance Institute, um, because we're relatively small. Um, We're we're, we're not caught by this. We don't have 50 employees, but Mm. I suppose one of the messages this morning is that all companies should have these procedures in place, regardless of whether they're caught by the Act. Um, And importantly, you need to promote the procedures within the organisation. A lot of internal advertising saying this facility is available. If you see something you don't like or that is wrong, uh, and even if it's your boss there are, is a channel to use to report it. Absolutely, and that's mandatory. And if a company doesn't set it up, it's a criminal offence. If the company is, um, are the directors criminally liable or is the company on the hook? Well, ultimately, I suppose with, with all law, and I'm not a solicitor or a lawyer, but it is directors that are on hook if, if there's any wrongdoing. Uh, it's directors' duties that uh, they ensure that these um, procedures are in place. Now, who is the regulatory body for whistleblowing? Is it the central bank or is it a separate body? Uh, it, it effectively, in, in so much as who enforces it, it is the Workplace Relations Commission, ah, I right. would say. Now, if you're into criminal legislation, it's guards, it's all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but under the Act, depending on what sector you work in, you can make a, a disclosure to a re- relevant designated body. So in the financial services area, that would be the central bank if if an employee wanted to go directly to, to that um, organisation. Will this cost small companies a lot of money? Um, well, for those that don't have a, most SMEs don't have a dedicated HR function or indeed a compliance function. Um, so they may need help in putting these policies and procedures in place. So there's there's a cost around that. Um, as I said, we have done so uh, w- without that cost. There is an external person involved, so there is a cost there. I would say the main cost for any SME is not so much putting the procedures in place. Uh, it's 
what happens if there is a protected disclosure because you are into a fairly rigid regime there and the Act is very specific on what you must do and I would say all SMEs would need help in that regard. And is that legal protection that they'll need or legal support? I would say it's legal support that yeah. they would need in, in that regard or HR support or some sort of support uh, as they, they venture through because you are talking about things like uh, you have to acknowledge the receipt of the report, you have to do a diligent follow-up uh, and the word is diligent follow-up. So you can't just sweep it under the carpet no, and say, oh can't. yeah, we look into that. Absolutely not and you need to give feedback back to the person who's made that protected disclosure within three months and keep them updated every three months on how the investigation is going. So absolutely, this is nothing. You so can't. no rug sweeping in this particular instance. absolutely Now, no um, the final question, it's from 50 employees or more from December, will it go below that? In other words, will it go to micro companies? Um, there's, there's nothing that I can see in place to do that. Okay, Michael, thank you very much for coming in. That's thank Michael Cavanagh, the Chief Executive of the Compliance Institute. Back. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.